The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. Good Sunday morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money right here on 640 Toronto. Thank you as always for making us part of your weekend and part of your Sunday morning. And we appreciate it and we hope that you appreciate the information that is contained in this show with Kelvin, the money guy. You know, Kelvin is concerned about that intersection between your life and your money and where those sort of values and the things that matter to you meet up with the uh, the value of your money and the hard work that you put into earning that money and making sure that it makes some money for itself and to make sure that it's there when you need it, whether that's right now or whether that's in retirement. Uh, you know, you've got your own life and you've got your own interest in mind and that is what comes what it comes down to when you're working with a financial advisor a financial planner and kelvin's one of the best in the country if you want to get a hold of him you can visit askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca or you can give him a ring at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN kelvin good sunday morning to you how you doing hey chris good morning everything well Everything's good, yeah. You know, I can't complain. Things are, uh, things are going well here. I got uh, sleeping babies. Hopefully, <laughs> they are napping right now. So that's uh, the ideal situation in most uh, in, in most households when you've got uh, young ones in the home. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure some people can uh, uh, definitely uh, relate different stages of their lives. Oh, Sometimes you know, you. At, there's a time where you want your kids to be sleeping, and then later on, you're kind of like, get out of bed. Like once they're teenagers, I'll be like, what happened to the days that you were <laughs> sleeping peacefully? Wait, wait, get out of bed and go to work and get a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who can believe, you know, the school year is done, right? Uh, the summer is well on its way. People yeah. are on holidays doing things. Um, yeah, so I thought let's talk about this morning. We'll talk about uh, what happened in the last, you know, six months of the year in the markets. And what do we see? What does money people see in the next um, six months? And of course, this week was one of those scary weeks for a lot of people, I guess, because of inflation uh, causing interest rates to spike up. Geez, a whole point, which is unbelievable in the sense that um, it hasn't happened since 1998. And most people probably wouldn't uh, remember that, right? Yeah, so, I think most people, even if they were around for it, they're probably in the back of their head a little bit. It's a distant memory. Yeah, you know, when you when you think about inflation, right, it's, it's one of those things, uh, you know, do you keep inflation intact and maybe cause a recession? Or do you let things run wild and hope there's no recession? So there's, a, there's two teams out there that says that we'll, we're probably in a recession already, um, although it doesn't seem so until they see it in the news, but I think mm. we're already there. Um, and typically recessions last for about six to eight months. So we're probably already three, four months into it. So by the time we realize we're in it, we're probably out of it. So things, you know, I'll, I'll talk about later on about things that happen in inflationary times. You know, what do you invest in? What happens to the stock market? Based on history, right? Um, so the Bank of Canada raising rates, it's a big decision Do they raise rates to kind of keep everything intact 
or kind of slowly do it. So it seemed like they they took the real advance part and raised it one full point. You know, it, it's like a sports analogy. Like what wins games? You think, Chris? I think what I've always heard is a good defense. Is that, yeah, well, is, is, that, is that what works? Does that apply in the stock market? Well, they say offense. Well, yeah, they say offense wins games and defense wins championships. Well, you wouldn't know because of you. Well, you're a Leaf fan, so you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know those things. But anyhow, oh, so I think. <laughs> so I think that's what's happening is they're taking a real aggressive stand, and I think at the end of the day, we'll we'll win. It doesn't seem so now, but I think but I think it will. I mean, when you think about the first half of 2022, it was very turbulent to say the least, right? Mm. I mean, you know, the year began with the concern about the pandemic. Would it continue? What will happen? Well, we know now, six months later, that it's okay, right? It might come back, but we don't know. Uh, society was just getting back on its feet. Uh, the highest inflation in decades emerged because we're getting back to normal. Uh, and it led to uncertainty. So economists, financial advisors, investors, um, you know, tried to predict what will happen. What will the central bank do uh, during the first six months? Well, now we know what they've done. So the, a strong medicine for rising inflation is really rising interest rates. So they've kind of done that already. Now, we as investors don't like it because we see pullbacks. And remember, the last two years, 2020, 2021, has been great years in the stock markets. And people's expectation is the same type of return. So when they look at their statements, um, when they get it now and it's down, they're going to be freaking out. But it's nothing really to worry about too much. So we got through the pandemic, or we're kind of getting through it. And then if then all of a sudden, Russia invaded Ukraine in February. And that started a whole bunch of other problems that we didn't think of, but what happened. So Russia's uh, fossil fuel to Europe and economic sanctions and blah, 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 caused a lot of this what's happening today. So one thing after the other, right? And it really so is, you know, you think about what has contributed to this inflation. If You know, it's a mm-hmm. hot economy. It's government spending a ton of money through COVID and through the pandemic to make sure that people right. would stay afloat. And then it's that now this war in Ukraine where so much of Europe is, you know, counts on Russia for their energy. And then they've decided, well, to be on the right side of history here, right. we're going to boycott Russian gas or whatever. And now right. we're, we're running into a situation where, you know, as fuel prices rise, everything, the cost of everything, rises. not just, up. you know, not just for your car, but for the trucks and the planes and the ships and everything that, that move the goods that we buy every single day. It's, Everything uh, is gone crazy. up. Yeah, and you know, yeah. if you've got if you've got a, a landscaper, I bet they put up your prices this summer. You know, the cost of fuel is is a huge huge contributor to uh, inflation. Everything to prices, yeah, to everything. So you know, while while the global markets have weakened because of all the instability, commodities you know, have proven to be a safe haven for investors and and probably continue throughout the second half of the year. So it's act it's like an uh, effective hedge against soaring inflation, right? So remember what I always say, look, instead of worrying about the return that you made in the last six months, look, examine your portfolio, 
see what type of see what type of uh, investments you have in inside of there, right? So so where should I invest in a recession? What sectors tend to perform well during recessions? And this is what I mean about revamping your portfolio. Talk to your advisor. Or if you don't have one, you know, obviously give me a call. So look at things like uh, communication services. Now, I know we had a Rogers breakdown on, <laughs> on Friday, but, uh, but still look at communication services. Uh, look at consumer discretionary uh, products. You know, consumer staples, energy, financials, healthcare, industrials, and information technology, they tend to do very well in recessionary times. So make sure your portfolio, the, the, the companies you invest in, um, have those kind of things. And if and you do you, so, you think about the things well. that people and businesses need to, to continue. And you know, we think about the, you know, how about groceries? You know, we're seeing grocery stores making record profits and yeah and we look at it and well how do i get a piece of that pie right yeah so that so that's that's one thing instead of looking at the negative of everything maybe try and look at the positive and see you know where will i be in 6 months from now when you invest in 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 investments like mutual funds and seg funds and things like that the portfolio manager really is 6 months ahead of you and me and and that's why they charge you these MERs, these management fees of like well two percent or so, because now they're being now you're seeing why you pay that fee because they're actually actively managing your account for you, so you don't have to sit and worry too much, right? So that that's why I would say revisit your portfolio, especially times like this, and you and you'll ride out the storm, right? So it's important too is you know looking at your portfolio and looking at what funds are in there, not just the return, not just looking at the balance and saying, well, right. gee, I'm, 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 I'm down. You got to understand what's in there and, you know, talking to your advisor to figure out what mix is in there and figure out where you should be, especially in you know, times that are more uncertain. Yes, exactly. And, and we're, I think for the next six months, we're going to be community, we're going to be commodity driven. And in Canada, we'll stand to do well for a while. So rejig your portfolio, make sure things are, are looking good. You know, high, high inflation makes the stock market, as you know, more volatile. And you'll know that when you open your statement in the next couple of weeks, right? So, so you know, we've already had a 2022 volatile year, and it should get even more volatile as higher interest rates come to pass. Right, so high inflation can make nominal returns negative. So if you know that, then you won't panic as much. Right. It's always right. knowing things before it happens that'll make that'll comfort you. You know, or even if you're retired or heading into retirement, you're okay because you're never going to cash out all your money. The people that cash out all their money because they panic will never make back money. They'll they'll. Two years, yeah. Two years from now, they'll go, man. Why did I do that? You know. So use common sense in when you when you look at your money, and and have an overall look at what's happened. Maybe after the break, we'll talk about will the stock market crash in twenty twenty two? Yeah. Well, that that sounds like something that'll keep me holding on over the break, even if I don't have to be because I'm the host of the show. So <laughs> I hope everyone else stays tuned to hear. Are we looking at some sort of 
crash? Are we looking at recession? Where are the markets going to go? And what should we be doing with our investments in the second half of 2022? That's all coming up here on Your Life, Your Money. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or you can give him a ring, 416-457. Don't actually give him a ring. He's got jewelry of his own. Just give him a <laughs> call on the phone, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Stay tuned to Your Life, Your Money, right here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. I am Chris Creston. I'm the radio guy. And Kelvin Rampersad is the money guy. And he's the guy you've tuned in to hear. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or you can call him on the phone, 416-457-7526. I'm told I say that too fast. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And, you know, Get planning. If you've got a, an advisor, if you don't, you know you could always use a second opinion, or you could use someone to bounce your ideas off of. You can also schedule a call on Kelvin's website at askkelvin.ca. There's a link that says schedule a call, and you can pick a time and date of your choosing where you can get a call with Kelvin, and you book the time, and you don't have to play tag with him or anything like that. And you know what? Over the break, I, uh, I I've, I've bitten off all my nails. Because you, you said, will there be a stock market crash on the other, in the second half of 2022? And it makes me nervous. It's the kind of thing that kind of scares a lot of people. Where are we on that, Kelvin? Well, you know, I, I've been doing this for like 30 years. So I, I, I just go on stats and history because history seems mm-hmm. to always repeat itself at some point in time. So I really don't. So when I say this, it's not, it's a science. I don't have a crystal ball. I just go on numbers and what and what we see. So so why is inflation bad for the stock markets, Chris? What do you think? Any idea? Well, you know, inflation is sort of eating away at the value of everything. It's eating away at the value of your paycheck. It's eating away at the value of your investment. So I imagine that's probably bad for the stock market as you sort of lose incentive to invest. Well, well, think about this. In 1970, what cost you 25 cents costs a dollar eighty-three today. I have clients that tell me that they paid more for their last car than they did for their first house. Wow. So, you know, so think about that for, for a second. So inflation is bad for the stock markets because it increases prices of inputs of, you know, production. So processing costs goes up. Things like raw material and labor and, you know, overhead just goes up in price, right? So due to higher prices for, you know, inputs, companies experience lower profit margins, which negatively um, impacts their stock. And that's typically what happens. Now, it doesn't last forever. It lasts for maybe six months, six to eight months. But those six to eight months is really, well, I tell you, it's nerve wracking for everyone, right? So the question is, people ask is, will the stock market crash in 2021, in 2022? Well, stocks in 2022 are off to a terrible start. The S&P, which is the real measure, people look at the Dow and the TSX and the NASDAQ. 
But the S&P, the Standard & Poor's, the 500, that's the real measure. And that is down 20% since the start of the year. Wow. As of May 2023, right? 23. So investors in big tech are growing concern about the economy, growth outlook, and are pulling back from risky parts of the market that are sensitive to inflation and rising rates. So what does all that mean? It means that the market already crashed. Hmm. It means that we're starting to recover. It feels like, and it seems like we're pretty much at the bottom when you see wide swings, 800 up, 800 down. Yeah. So it looks like the market's already crashed. And, and now we're heading back. And it didn't bother anybody. Yes. So, so, so we sort of, we found a bottom. We're reaching around to sort of see where, where, where we'll sort of make the climb back up. You know, yeah. That drop of 22%, you know, after, you know, years of record gains, I'm sure that, you know, it feels like it sets people back a yeah. lot, but it doesn't it, really. No. I mean, if you look back to your investments, you go back five years ago, 2017, right? You're really still okay, you know. If you look in the last six months, well, no, it's terrible. If you look back to the last two years, you're still okay. Remember, in in a, in twelve months after the peaks, right? On average, the markets will go go up four percent. In a twelve month after the the bottoms, it usually go up twenty five percent. So what does that tell us all? It tells us all people should be patient. People should. Uh, look at their investments that they have. We all, we're all invested in the stock markets. Before, a long time ago, it was only a few of us, right? Now, all of our pension plans and RSPs and TFSAs are all tied to the markets. So the one thing people shouldn't do is don't cash out your money and go to GICs. That's one common knee-jerk reaction, right? Because inflation is at seven. It probably hit eight next month or already maybe in eight already. The states are at nine. So it means that if your GIC is paying you two and three percent, man, you're still behind the game, and you yeah. have no, and, and you're tied in a box because you can't get out of it. You're stuck. And when rate starts, when the market starts to go back up, guess what? You're stuck, right? So one of the answers for people that want to kind of take a uh, take advantage of things if they're older, maybe you want to look at what they call the Helios. Desjardins has this. Helios product that guarantees your principal. It meets clients' uh, expected performance over a long period of time. There's a 100% debt benefit. It's linked to inflation. Um, it's got a lot of features that if you're scared or worried, uh, maybe get your money into this. It bypass probate. The fees are pretty much the same as everyone else. Um, if you're one of those type of client that want responsible investment options, they got a whole bunch of it. So maybe talk to your advisor about these HELOC thing or give me a call because it might be the time is right for you to do this depending on your age. Not for everyone, but maybe for older people. So maybe have a look at those things. So, so again, high inflation makes the stock market very volatile. You, you, we know that. Um, inflation is bad for stocks. We've seen that. I think, in my personal opinion, we the market's already crashed and now we're in recovery zone. Um, and like I said in the beginning, where do you invest your money in recessionary times? Well, consumer goods and 
um, energy, financials, healthcare, that kind of stuff. So, so I, I think instead of worrying about, uh, am I going to lose all my money, which you never will, um, maybe do some thinking and do some restructuring and you will ride through the storm and you can go and enjoy your summer rather than worrying about things you can't control, right? So get on the horn and give Kelvin a call, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN, or you can schedule a call at askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. You know, you're just saying enjoy your summer. And, you know, if you've got sort of worries in the back of your mind and you're you know, stressed out with regrets or shoulda, coulda, wouldas, yes. you're probably not going to have as much fun you know, out on the golf course or, you know, sitting on your patio or your balcony or even even if you're one of those people like me who enjoys cutting the grass you know if there <laughs> you don't want to be alone with your thoughts if you're feeling regret so if you've got a plan if you've got a, an advisor or a planner give them a call if you need a second opinion give kelvin a call and uh kelvin's one of these guys who's great at talking you down from a ledge so it's helpful to have someone like that on your side and and i think you know i always say match your investments to your goals so if your goal is to cash out all your money like in uh, six months, well, don't invest it. Just <laughs> keep it somewhere. But if, you're, if your goals are to retire in the next three to five, ten years plus, well, now is the time to realign. Now is the time to, uh, you know, the, the loony hit a 20-month low. Mm-hmm. So maybe now is the time to look at investments in the U.S. Like really do some thinking. Sit down with your advisor and do some strategic planning. And by the time we hit the fall, you know, into Christmas time, we're looking good. You know, it turns out that buying when everyone is scared is an excellent tactical strategy mm-hmm. and everybody's scared. So you, right. you kind of sit back and take advantage of those things. And, and I think if you do, you'll, you'll do fine. You'll do very well. Right. Um, you know, so investors right now, we have a lot of opportunities Um to grow our portfolios in the next three to five to 10 years, if we do the right things, right. Instead of worrying and panicking about, about certain things. So this, you know, period of uncertainty could also be, you know, a gain, a gain, an opportunity to gain for a lot of people out there. If they've got uh, some money to invest and they've got uh, a little bit of room, uh, a little runway uh, ahead of their retirement. Well, and, and the thing is, there's always opportunity in chaos, right? So t- take example, the bond market, you know, as the bond market outlook without, there's lots of uncertainty remains. So when interest rates go up, bonds go down. So if you're sitting there with a whole bunch of those bonds or whatever, maybe now's the time to, to, re, to refocus um, and look at, uh, even though like growth um, stocks are weakened, in the long run, they're still good. They're the best bond, thing to go, you know. And bonds have been kind of high lately too, right? I, yeah. I'm just sort of a casual observer, so they've been sort of abnormally high uh, right. in, recently. So as those interest rates go up, then we're going to sort of bonds are going to come down. Equilibrium there, yeah, yeah. So you know, it, it's see, one thing I, I've learned over all these years is manage your money like the pensions like the cpp the old age, the you know the old age the the teachers pension who those kind of things because those pension managers have averaged about an 8 to 9% return every year for every decade 
because it's our money. They have to be very careful with it. They can't fool around and guess. One of the reasons the stock markets every so often will take a plunge is because the individual investor, the guy that knows everything, finds out they don't know nothing and they sell and they make the whole markets you know, tumble down, which is good for the institutional investor, the guy who invested big, big money, because they're buying stocks that are really cheap. So once again, it goes to show, don't manage your own money. Get a financial advisor. And history tells us that when you use an independent financial advisor, you get about a 3% return higher, regardless of how the markets do. So don't, you know, maybe go find one, go find an advisor. If you don't have one or find one, give me a call because these are challenging times for the markets, actually for, for all of us, as far as food prices and gas and what do we do? Um, so I think we need to kind of just get some guidance uh, and not from your friends or family, because I don't know what they do for a living, but get it from somebody who has no um, emotions attached to you. Right. Well, and I think that that's important because I think that uh, one of the things that we talk about a lot on this show is about how we don't talk about money, you know, really with our friends and our family and things like that. Because I think that there's also there is a lot of you know smugness and a lot of fear of judgment that you might yes. get if you yeah. you've uh, you know, made a, a move and you think it was really great, but brother-in-law might have a different opinion about it so <laughs> yeah. you don't necessarily enter into the conversation about it and you avoid it and as a result you know you you don't know what you don't know and right exactly. that's why i think it's important to have a professional in in charge of your money and can, who can help deal with these things and navigate these waters and and the thing is um you're you're right you, you only know what you know right and, and when we get into inflationary times, recessionary times, I, in my opinion, I think the recession is on already and, and probably won't last much. Maybe it lasts another few months. But if it, la if it goes longer, make sure you pay down your debt. If you have any debt, pay it down. Maybe save some money. Maybe have like three, four months of, um, of you know, pay, like savings in the bank just in case you get laid off or something may happen. Because some of these things happen during recessionary times, right? So, and that's another thing that I think a lot of people aren't familiar with because the job market's been so hot lately as well. So that's something to uh, protect yourself against by making sure that you've got some savings if you've got uh, money aside for, as an emergency. An emergency yeah. fund is always important. And we'll continue talking more about the next half of 2022 as the show continues here. Uh, if you've, you know, been listening to the show and you're thinking i need to have a professional on my side and you want to get a hold of kelvin you can visit his website askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n.ca and you click that schedule a call link and you set up a time and date of your choosing if you just want to call him right now give him a ring 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN your life your money 640 toronto you're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.
And welcome to Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning. As always, I am Chris Creston. I'm a radio guy, but we're joined by Kelvin, the money guy, and that's the guy that you've tuned in to hear. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca, or you can give him a call on the telephone machine, 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- four five seven plan and we've been talking about the the plan ahead or the outlook ahead on the second half of 2022 the first half been kind of uh a wild ride and wondering where we are going here and uh are we already in the recession have we seen the bottom of the market and things are already coming back up these are the things that we've been discussing and i think for a lot of people the big money news that they've had recently has been the change in the interest rates from the Bank of Canada. You know, they were, they were moving up in increments of 0.25, which is sort of predictable and understandable. Then they went, you know, we're going to go half a percent uh, in the last change. And then we were getting inklings of, oh, it's going to be 0.75. And then on the actual day, they had their meeting and Tiff McCallum comes out and he says, oh, you know, how about a whole percent? Why don't we, what's, what's, what's another 25% uh, percent here? Let's just go up and do a whole 100 basis points and, uh, and really crank up that interest rate at a pace that is higher than usual. Maybe not a level that is an unusual level, but at a, at a pace that is higher and a little bit more aggressive than usual. And for people who would feel it, it's mostly going to be people who have a line of credit or a mortgage. And especially a variable rate mortgage, right? Um, where those, uh, ebbs and flows and changes in the prime interest rate or the overnight interest rate will affect what they're paying on their monthly bills. And Kelvin, you know, I think for a lot of people, it's given them a little bit of a pause and said, you know, I was in the variable rate because historically it seems pretty good. Um, am I still in the right place if I decided to stay variable? Yeah, so I, I mean, in my opinion, I'm a mortgage guy, but based on um, on historical things that we see, I, I would say yes. I mean, the history of um, mortgage in Canada has been, you know, variable. You know, if you, Chris, if you look at the historical mortgage rates from, say, 1970s to now, to 2021, what, what are the trends? So in, this, in the 70s, that's when the rates are really, really high. I mean, we started out 1970. And the rate was about 7%. It ranged in the mid-7s in, in the 70s, right? So we're still below in historical numbers, right? And it increased steadily to about almost 10% in 1974 and climbed up to about almost 12 in 1979, right? So that's where we started in the 70s and we ended. In the 80s, what happened was... A lot of things that people don't remember, maybe some people do remember or read about, uh, we had the oil embargo, and that's when the K-cars and all that kind of stuff started coming out, much like what we're seeing today, more electric cars. And in 1981, the average rate was about 16%. And it stayed that way for quite a while until inflation and you know all kinds of stuff started to happen. And then in the 80s, it went, it went down in, 1890, in eight, eight, uh, 1989 to about 10%. So we started with 16 in 81, and in 18, by the time we got to 89, the mortgage rate went down to 10. And then we got into the 90s, where 
everything started to change. Um, you know, in 1990, it was 10%. By the time we hit 1998, it was 6.8% your mortgage rate. Because a lot of things started to happen then. Um, technology started to change the world. Windows came out in 1993 or something like that. And that changed the whole world. It changed everything we did. Um, so the economy started to grow. So rates started to come down. Then we got into the 2000s. And the 2000s is one of those funny decades where most people didn't make any money in the stock markets. It was, a, it was a time of change. Music was changing. The way we watched TV was changing. Everything was, was changing. And nobody was really sure what was going on. So mortgage rates started to decline uh, from about 8% in 2000. And by the time we hit 2009, it was about 5 So what does this all tell us? It tells us that rates will go up periodically during, you know, every 10-year period. But by the time we hit the end of the decade, it tends to come back down. So in the, in the 20s, the 2000s, I should say, 2000 to 2010, the housing market crashed because people went and they bought houses on spec, you know, um, and then what happened was interest rates and everything changed and your house wasn't as worth as much as what you thought it was, it was below what it was. So you had to walk away. And those are the kind of things that sparked the interest rates coming down. So what we remember from the 2020s to now, to 2022, well, actually to about maybe a few months ago, was a 2 to 3% return on our mortgage. And that's all we remember. So history tells us, stay variable because we know that we're high now, yes, because they have to keep inflation and recession intact. In and eventually it'll start to creep back down. So sit down with your advisor, put pen to paper and, you know, and have it some thoughts and you'll be okay. And use history to dictate where we're going. Don't use your friends and family to tell you where we're going. Because many times the decisions they're going to tell you is for their bad experience that they had. And you'll be reliving their experiences rather than yours. Well, you know what? If you're a millennial homeowner and you find yourself, uh, you know, in that situation, you you know, you talk to your parents and they say, three three percent, four percent, whatever the the interest rate is, that's nothing." Like talk yeah. about eighteen yeah. percent. That's what yeah. we had to deal with, and and that's uh, and you know, when you think about that, of course, it is sort of relative because it was probably on. Two hundred thousand dollar house, not a million dollar house, but uh, there, there really is sort of a, a little bit of that that you that you will get well, with that conversation. Well, you know, after the break, uh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll talk about. I, I did the math and I said, what if in 1995 I didn't buy that house and I invested the money? Mm-hmm. How much? What what's would happen to the house and what would happen to my investment in 2020? Awesome. I'd love to find out the answer to that. So I'm going to stay tuned. I hope you do too here on Your Life, Your Money. If you want to give Kelvin a call, it's 416-457-7526. That's to reach Kelvin privately, 416-457-7526, 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. In that horse race between a house purchase in 1995 or an investment made, 
1995. Who comes out on top? That is what we'll be talking about as the show continues here. Your life, your money, 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto. And thank you for joining Your Life, Your Money here with Kelvin, the money guy. Visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And the telephone number is 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we've been talking today on Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy, about the outlook for the second half of 2022. What will the next six months bring for us and what will they bring for your investments and for your savings? And we were just talking a little bit about your mortgage as well. And Kelvin left us with a bit of a cliffhanger on that. Hey, if you bought a house in 1995 or you made an investment in 1995, which one of those investments would have come out on top? And you know, part of me in my head, I'm thinking I'm Duddy Kravitz. I'm like, you got to own land. And that's yeah. <laughs> the most important thing in the world. And that, to me, now, there's emotion tied in there, but yeah. that, to me, would be the, one, the, the horse I would put my money on. But I've got I'm, a feeling that I'm wrong. Well, you know, if we, could, if we could do both, go ahead and do it. But if you had a choice of one, if you had to pick right. one, I mean, most of us own a home and we have investments and... Yeah, no, no one is putting all their eggs in one basket. Right. But if you had probably not advisable. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do? So I picked Mississauga in 1995 because I got married in 93 and I bought a house then and I bought another house in nine, a bigger home because I had kids in 95. So I thought to myself, what if I took that money and invested it? So back the average price in Mississauga was 203000 in 1995, right? And you had to put down 25% back then. I don't know if you realize that. So wow. you had to put down like on 203,000, like 50 grand, right? In 2020, I didn't look at 2021 numbers because I didn't look at those, but I look at 2020 and the average price of a house in Mississauga was 895. The reason that it went up so high in last year was because mortgage rates, they were giving money away. Money was cheap. So that's why prices went up the way it did. But normally... So it was 895000 So if you sold it, you'd make 692000 no capital gains tax because it's your own president. That represents about a 13% return on your money. So I said to myself, what if I've taken that 50 grand and invested it in the stock markets in 1995? What would it be worth in 2020? So 25 years later, right? You'd be surprised to know if you invested in the S&P, it's $4,841,358. You paid them capital gains tax on that, and you're still up two point something million. So, and what we don't think about in a house is in that 25 years, if I, when I kept that house, so I've got to do the roof twice, the windows, right. oh. had to change fixtures, the kitchen, the dishwasher went, the fridge went. So, all the money that we spent. And what I'm trying to say is, it, it you know, things will go up and down and up and down in value. You yeah. have to say to yourself, what do you want? What's important to you? So, so 
like I say, I, all of us do both. We buy houses and we buy investments. So when it comes to investments, which all of us are invested in pensions and so on, you know, there's three things we can do now with the volatility. We can sell and go away and never make back our money. We could stay invested and revamp our portfolio, or if you got money, put it in. So many investors right now do not want to put um, do not want to put money to work right now, and they want to wait until it's until they're more comfortable. That's the feeling people have right now. But don't we don't wait until you know you feel more comfortable, because that's what we do. Do things when it's uncomfortable. It's like golfing. When you stand to hit the ball, it has to be very uncomfortable. If it's too comfortable, you're not hitting it properly, I think, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> right? So people buy when they feel comfortable and sell when they feel uncomfortable, which is also a very nice way of saying, you know what? I'm going to buy high and I'm going to sell low. That's pretty much what you're telling yourself, right? Right. Is, don't you think? Hey? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> However, it doesn't make so, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the exact reason why the average individual investor never realizes the full potential of the stock markets because of that. Because we're on the minute feelings get into things when it comes to money, you're done, you're toast. So we know people are scared, and we know, and we don't know exactly where the bottom is. But we do know that there's good valuations in company. Companies are still making tons of money. Their, their balance sheets are good. Things are looking good. So I know there's a risk of recession. I think we're already in it. Um, we don't know how long it's going to occur for. Um, but the one thing that we do know is the U.S. economy and the global economy um, are, you know, those economies have long summers and short winters. So the average recession lasts for about 14 months and the average expansion for about 47 years. So when we come out of a, when we come out of a bear market, which we are in now, we're getting ready for the bull. So revamp your portfolio, talk to your advisor. If you don't have one, give me a call because this is exciting times for money. Look at the positive and I tell you by six months from now, you'll go, man, I'm glad I talk to my advisor and revamp my portfolio because I feel a lot better now. Awesome. I'm excited. And you should be too. If you want to give Kelvin a call, it's 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And his website is askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Oh, Kelvin, uh, in the final minute or two here as uh, the show is wrapping up, I just want to you know, thank you for giving us this outlook ahead at the next six months of 2022 and what the second half of this uncertain year has in store for us. Yeah, stay the course. You know, if you can avoid buying big item things for now, uh, do so. Pay down some debt and uh, live your life and you'll, be, and you'll be fine. You'll get through this. We'll all get through it. You'll be fine. Talk to somebody like every time we have a problem, we should speak to someone. If you're feeling uncertain or you're scared about what's going on, give me a call. Talk to your advisor. We don't know. We don't have a crystal ball, but we've been through these things before. So we can give you experiences of other people. So you don't have to go it alone. Awesome. 
And that is what you get when you call Kelvin the money guy. AskKelvin.ca. Click on that schedule a call link. That's AskKelvin.ca. Or give him a call directly on his phone. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Thanks again, Kelvin, for another great show. And thank you all for making your life, your money part of your Sunday morning. Stay tuned to 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 640 Toronto.